2: Wayne Barnes blows the full-time whistle. It is South Africa that make history. World champions for a fourth time. They've had to work so hard for it. They've won each of their three knockout matches by a single point but somehow they prevailed. What an effort it was from New Zealand. But they've come up agonisingly short. Ah, oh, it's incredible.
3: What an intense game. Nothing in it. Heartbreak for Sam Kane as captain Beat sent off, but losing the game. They were brilliant, New Zealand, so brave in their approach. It's so dangerous. New Zealand deserves so much credit for this, but South Africa, they've done it again. One-point win in three games in the trot. They just did enough defense, probably won the game from today.
2: Well, it's been an extraordinary night, and in the end, there was almost nothing between the teams. It's finished in Paris, South Africa 12. New Zealand 11, the Springboks, are world champions again.
0: They sure are. Dave Allen, thank you very much. Well, South Africa, they have done this the hard way. As Dave said, their quarterfinal, semi-final, final, by a single point in each game, they have beaten all of the top six in the world en route to this World Cup. It has been as tough a route as there has been, and it is a fourth World Cup back-to-back and as Jacques uh, nien pointed out pre-game, even New Zealand and their back-to-back World Cup success hosted in 11, whereas South Africa have been on the road. At wild thought, Shane Horgan, they haven't scored since the 34th minute. It doesn't matter.
4: It doesn't matter one jot. There's something exceptional about the South African side. She said to, to win the last three games of the most difficult World Cup route ever, to a final and win the final by a point is exceptional and this, whatever about their performance today there's something about the resolve of these South Africans. You feel as if they thought it was written in the stars it was meant to be. It was almost a religious fervour with the way they went about this um, uh, competition and that if nothing else got them over the line today.
5: That that fervour Shane you speak of comes out in their defence. Robbie pointed out pre-game how powerful and strong the uh, south african defense is and that was incredible defense in parts of that game even even though new zealand were a man down let you know new zealand were incredibly brave fighting back the way they did but they just south africa refused refused to bend steph Detroit was his defence was phenomenal, Rob. His, his
1: whole play was phenomenal and, and he typified this
5: this whole team.
1: They have some amount of battle, and they know how to get it done and we'll hear from them now.
6: The player of the match is the Springboks, Peter Steff-Dodoy and to present the trophy, it's former England rugby player and Rugby World Cup winner, Maggie Alfonsi. Well, Peter, congratulations. My goodness, what a game that was. What an arm wrestle it was. Tell me what's going through your mind right now.
7: No, firstly, I want to give uh, really Father thanks for giving us the opportunity and for helping us as a team through this World Cup and uh, through the whole campaign. It's an unbelievable honour and a privilege to play with this team and giving us the opportunity. Uh, yeah, the last three games was, was quite tough. Each one we played as a final and yeah, each one was by one point. So. It was was quite tough for us, and we're quite happy with the win. There
6: was so much drama in that match. How did you manage to get through with that win?
7: Yeah, I guess as a team, we like drama. We've been uh, having drama for the last few years at the moment, so I think it helped us a lot as a team to to cope through the drama and to handle it, and I think it shows the resilience of this team and uh, the whole South Africa as well.
6: South Africa now becomes the, the only country to have won four Rugby World Cups. What does that mean to this group to achieve that?
7: Yeah, so for the whole of South Africa, we, we're honoured to be able to play for you guys and to play for the Springboks. And I know that when we go back home, it's going to be a warm welcome for us. And we really want to thank everyone for supporting us and all the people that came through. I know it's expensive for us to come and support us. And I've got so much friends and family. And I know the whole 62, 64 million South Africans are supporting us. So we're quite thankful for that. Congratulations. Thank you very much.
0: Yeah, bloodied, bruised and victorious, Peter stefft toy. By the way, don't you put me out of a job by throwing to an interview ever again. <laughs> but he did it
5: really well. Yeah. Beautifully, yeah. worryingly well. Yeah, too
0: good. Uh, a word on New Zealand then. How will they reflect on their performance in this Uh fight?
1: New Zealand, that is a game that, that they let slip by them. Uh, you know, We spoke at half-time and said that they're definitely going to get opportunities in this second half they just have to be clinical enough to take them and unfortunately for uh, for them they didn't you know south africa a sign of a great team but they didn't play particularly well tonight um but but they got the job done but without a doubt that's a game that new zealand let slip and even up until the last was, kick of the game they it had wasn't an the story opportunity. we thought
4: it was going to be was it no it wasn't, no, it wasn't the scrum it wasn't the bomb oh, no. squ- squad um, it wasn't actually the kicking game wasn't particularly the open unders weren't there. It was just resolve. It just it really was resolve, you know, and those penalties in, in the first half for South Africa and, and you know taking the scoreboard along. But uh, New Zealand, you're right, Rob. I, I think New Zealand had it, and I think New Zealand have lost something over the last number of years in their sort of, their self belief. It's not that unshakable. Uh, resilience that uh, and confidence that New Zealand teams have had for such a long period, but where they play as of they are the All Blacks. And even when they did lose in World Cups, it was maybe because of, of a singular outstanding performance uh, by the opposition. That wasn't an outstanding performance by South Africa t- today. And there was a huge number of errors from New Zealand and uh, sort of panicking and and rushed and. and just not doing what, making sensible decisions at the right time. Because if they had, they could have won that game and would have been one of the all-time great wins, losing a man and losing their captain that early in the game. And, and they didn't take it and they will be sick. But I do think they are not. The New Zealand, and they might never get that back. They might never hold that sort of mystery and, and the kind of the aura, the aura yeah. that, uh, that that All Blacks team previously had.
0: Well, I think it's fair to say South Africa have a bit of an aura now, they are back-to-back world champions. They have beaten New Zealand by a single point. And once again, it will be a Sia Khaleesi lifting the trophy. He had a worrying few minutes in the sin bin, but uh, emerged victorious on all fronts.
6: Well, see ya. congratulations. Back-to-back Rugby World Cup wins. Tell me about this moment right now for you.
8: there's no ways I can explain it in words. I want to give credit to the oblets they took it they took us to the end they took us to a dark place it just shows what kind of team they are to fight with the men down from early in the game and they fought and they put us so much under pressure but yeah credit to my boys too for that fight yeah I'm just grateful we could pull it off
6: tell me about that contest tonight there was drama there were cards on both sides how do you think your side managed to just hold it together
8: well we had to we lost our hooker in the early in, in the early um, part of the game and then we obviously had to adjust to that um, yeah there's a lot of pressure on us they put a pressure on our lineouts, but we found a way somehow we found a way and honestly uh, I don't think any like people that are not from South Africa don't understand what this means for our country you know it's not it's not just about the game on the field you know our country goes through such a lot and we are that bearing hope that they have you know and yeah, we, we're just grateful that we can be here. And I just want to tell the people of South Africa, thank you so much. Chil- children from a third world country, you know, who just fight and fight over and over, you know, for people that need hope. And this team just shows what diversity can do for our team, you know, for, for our country as well. As Soon as we work together, all is possible, no matter in white sphere, you know, on the field, in offices, it just shows for, for for what we can do there. And I'm grateful for this team. I'm so proud of it. Huge congratulations. See you. Well done. Thank
0: you. Thank you so much. We just find a way, as he said, which uh, is very much the theme. Stats which uh, jump out. Tackles made, 209 South Africa to just 93 for New Zealand. And you see there the penalty count as well. South Africa conceded double, 10-5. Ironically, Matt, New Zealand had a very good night from a disciplinary point of view, yeah. red card aside. Yeah, they did. They did and, um,
5: you know, they had their opportunities there, a long-range long shot. There from uh, Barrett. Long, long way out. we were all talking here. I've seen him kick a lot of those. Super rugby and for New Zealand. Mm. And of course Richie Monger missed the, the conversion. I, I, you know, we, I'm, I'm loath to bring it up, but I, we have to. Um, the refereeing era in the first half where uh, Artie Sevilla was penalised and right here uh, this, this goes back to the France game. Quagga Smith won that penalty. That was a penalty to France. That got them South Africa through that game. I'm not criticising South Africa, I'm saying it's referee errors. They kick that conversion, that gets them through the quarter. And then this one here, Artie Sevilla, comes in, he's on the ball. Referee Barnes penalises him wrongly and later apologises, says he got it wrong. And that three points, Alan, Alan Quinlan says it. You know, refereeing is very, very tough. It's very, not, is, very hard. Is,
0: is, it, is it not a bit ungracious to bring that up? I mean, refereeing mistakes in every sport are priced in. They it, happen. It, it, it's not ungracious because we have the technology
5: to change that. The technology is here to support our referees. You heard referee Barnes say, I saw the repli- replay, I'm sorry. Mm. We have to provide our referees with the technology that we already have and the ability to say, I made a mistake, I'm changing that decision. And he's
0: not allowed to change his mind, even though he's seen it on the big screen.
5: That's my understanding. Okay. I, I haven't got the law book in front of me and I have to talk to referees. If that is NFL, if that is the NFL, that's changed. And we have to... So, sorry, Shane. We have to, we have to find a way where we're not talking about referees and allow them to get it Right.
4: And we we have it. Mm. We're just not empowering it. I don't think it's as simple as you know he makes the correct decision there, and South Africa will win the game, um, because there's three points, you know, the, you know, three points knocked off the score band, um, score, scoreboard. There's something in what Khaleesi said there okay. that you know you find a way and champions find a way and whatever would unfold you know you have a different game then Matt you do you, know, you have a different game and you know who scores next in those circumstances and do you, does that mean you kick for a corner or, you know we don't know that's a completely different game so I don't think it's easy, as simple as saying that yes it had an impact and you don't you want to take it out of the game but I think it was ultimately South Africa found a way to win that game and, and they did Shane you know, and, and I'm not telling you this is not about South Africa or even referee Barnes
5: this is our game but you've got to have a game that's just You've got to have a game that delivers justice, and it's not against South Africa. They were fantastic. No, but
1: on the same side as South Africa finding a way, New Zealand still had more opportunities to win it too.
5: They did, and they missed their goals. Exactly. But but that three points they got, they shouldn't have been allowed that opportunity. But
1: we can can nitpick the whole way through games at, at other calls. Every single game in this tournament, referee mistakes, and
4: I, I think we have to accept as well that this is the game is to some degree flawed. You know that it's not it's not a completely exact science. What we need to do is do our very best to remove as many of them as possible out of the game, but understand that referees are human, and, and,
1: and to help referees because if, exactly. if if we don't try and make it easier for referees to do their job, less and less people are going to want to become
0: referees. So can I ask a question? Because this feels like a... I'm not sure this is the right discussion right now as we're watching South Africa celebrate. Are you trying to tell me South Africa won because of the referee? Because that feels like too far a step here. I I don't know if this is the right place for that discussion.
5: Well, Well, whether it's the right place or the wrong place, it's a fact. And we, we've got to face that fact. That penalty and should not be awarded d- to South Africa. Oh, we've no with with that, we've got so to move many on, variables beyond yeah. no, no, that. Let's, like, well, let's, let,
4: let's not move on before we say I totally disagree with that. He said the referee had an impact in the game on both sides, there's no doubt about it. But you know, to, just, to narrow it down to that one thing, with, with all the time that was passed in the game afterwards and all the different um, um, things that, uh, that could have taken place and did take place after that, I think it's, uh, I think it's unfair. Um, and it does a disservice to South Africa.
5: Did South Africa get another opportunity to score a point? But would they have? We don't know. It's a different game then. It's a different game. Those three points were crucial in the game. We can't can't dodge that. We could have this
1: discussion after every single game of rugby. We could pinpoint one decision that the referee made wrong with the other team scored.
5: Well, my argument again, mate, is we have the technology to change that and we're not using it. That's all I'm saying. Give the referees the technology
0: to get that right. So we don't have the discussion. And is your sense, let's put it this way then, let's say he reversed that decision, they don't get the three points. To, Sh- to Shane's point, do you You're not going. think South Africa still find a way somehow? New go. You don't think South Africa still find well, a way? Who, who knows? They don't, they don't get those three points. Yeah, sure. Okay. Sia Khaleesi maybe should have been red carded. Like there are, there is not a sport in the world without big refereeing decisions which are contentious and, and even wrong. It's, it's just impossible to eliminate them. I do, I, the, do
1: the, I do, think that there's more of them in rugby yeah, than absolutely. any other sport in the world. Okay.
5: okay. And And I think this championship, taking nothing away from South Africa, giving them all the credit they deserve. They fought hard. They were brave. They were brilliant. Mm. This tournament has been littered with that. Littered with, with. with with uh, refereeing offici- officiating errors, also was it, it from the TMOs. Mm. Now, the, thank God, the scrums weren't, weren't an issue. They did that well. A lot of the game was—you know—it was tense. It was hard. And
4: New Zealand had their opportunities. And an absolute cracking final. You know, loads of errors, you <laughs> know, loads of mistakes. What pressure? Uh, a lot of pressure. But, you know, we started off in that game, thought, well, is this, you know, the conditions aren't great. You know, New Zealand are trying to overplay it. You know, South Africa reduced their game down, play down massively. second half, they made, you know, these... Drop goals They were taken from miles out. There was, they were so fatigued. It was, you know, errors after errors, but it made for a brilliant sort of spectacle and... Yeah. and, and um, enjoy the ugliness Yeah, of enjoy it the, the it. ugliness of it almost, yeah.
5: Mm. And, and New Zealand are going to be pretty sick. I, feel, I really feel for Sam Kane. It was definitely a red card. Not, not a question on the officials there. I just feel for him as a captain of his country being sent off. He's going to carry that scar for a long, long
0: time. It is a tough legacy, not least after he was so brilliant against Ireland. Yeah, you
5: know? yeah, and, and, you know, sports people, you don't want anyone carrying that uh, as that way through and the poor man will. Uh, and here's, here's the, the, the pain and the beauty. 2 times champions, two-time World Cup champions, they'll be fated as all-time greats, which they should be. And, uh, you know, New Zealand here will have to go home. The captain will be slated again and their coach will be slated again. It's, it's it's a very, very tough uh, tough day for and, the losers. And
4: won a Lions tour in between as well, remember that? Yeah, they so did. This is, this is did. now
1: one of the great, great teams in the history of the game.
5: And they do find a way, they've got to say it. Like, but it, you said it, Robbie, it's their defence. That's the measure. The measure of championship sides, they defend as long as they have to. And this South
4: African side right through, with the exception of the Irish game, have
5: defended... All the way
4: through. They're, and they're, but their energy as well, and you know, th- their system of defence is one thing, Matt. But yeah. what they put into it yeah. is uniquely South African, I have to say. And maybe it's tied up in what Khaleesi was saying about you know us here not even understanding, or maybe nobody else outside of South Africa understanding the weight of expectation, and the importance of, of winning a World Cup and the uh, Springboks being successful inside South Africa. That is a motivation that drives you to find a way to win, and maybe, you know, that's, that's, what, that's what separates them from everybody else.
0: It's quite striking, Rob, you say they're now amongst the very greatest sides in the history of the sport, and I think that's beyond doubt. Do you like how they go about their business? Because for all the talk over the last couple of weeks about how they'd evolved from four years ago and had more attacking verve than four years ago, when push comes to shove, Andre Pollard, back in you go, kick your four penalties, win a World Cup, not the most exciting brand.
8: No, but,
1: you know, who cares? I, I, I do like this South African team uh, for a number of reasons. I like how they genuinely have a higher purpose in terms of what they're trying to achieve and how they've manifest that into uh, the country as a whole and uniting that. Uh, I, I like how the coaches are very tactically savvy and they're trying to enhance the game in, in terms of that element. And I admire them so much for their defence, their desire, their relentless nature to not let the man down beside them. Um, They will do anything for each other. I I think it's hard not to admire that. I
0: like that they have an Irishman on the coaching ticket as well. It's pretty good. Two World Cup medals. (laughs) I'm being told we can hear from Sam Kane, I think that would be worth hearing from. He's obviously had a horrific evening. So let's hear from the New Zealand captain, Red Carded, in this final this evening
6: tonight. Uh, tell me what's going through your mind right now.
9: Oh, obviously ex- extremely gutted and, and disappointed. Um, first of all, that the fact that the boys had to play with with 14 men for the last 50 odd minutes. Um, look, I thought the courage that they showed out there tonight was was incredible. The whole team's absolute warriors and. Um, Look, it's, it's, it's tough. Um, I'd like to say well done to to South Africa. Back-to-back, uh, back. Uh, they've been a fantastic team. They've had a heck of a, a tough road to the final and I've showed time and time again they find a way to win. So, um, well done, South Africa.
6: Thanks for your time tonight, Sam. Commiseration.
0: Very gracious. I think um, I'm struggling to digest the enormity of what will be I don't want to say career defining but inextricably linked to his career unfortunately
1: yeah it it really is tough to to watch you you feel for him I I, I don't think he'll get slated as much as we might expect because we know now red cards are such a big part of rugby they've decided so many games single handedly uh, before this one and you know it's just an unfortunate
5: course of events that that have happened on, on the biggest of stages and you've got to say the New Zealanders had their opportunity, despite all the things we said about the referee and the, the referee error and the penalty. Still, New Zealand had opportunities
0: to take that game, and that's what I think will really burn deep within them—that they know they had their shot. You see, Will Jordan there—I mean, he barely got on the ball—and they had 70% territory in the second half. New yeah, Zealand—they yeah. basically owned the second
4: half. Jordan, unfortunately, had a bad had a bad game, um, and he's had a great tournament, but a bad game. And... Uh, rob mentioned it uh, here while, while the game was going on Rob mckenzie should have been on earlier yeah he was electric when he came on. but he, he, he was playing really well
1: yeah he's, he's been the, I, I think they're their foreign player of, mm-hmm. of the competition when he's gotten on the field he's created something and that game was made for him uh from the 65th minute onwards not the 75th
4: and every touch he had was was impeccable yeah. and he added something um uh, and it was the kind of spark that New Zealand mm. needed and they needed it a, a little bit earlier.
5: Just before the South Africans come on, there's a lot of those great New Zealanders we won't see again. Sam Whitelock's finished, uh, Aaron Smith's finished, uh, Rody uh, Retallick looks like he's
4: gone, so well done to them. They've been great warriors. I, I don't know, do you analyse a World Cup final if you lose it or even if you win it? But if they do, if they break that down, um, they'll, they'll feel they left it behind them, Yeah. New Zealand won. 100%. percent
0: mm. OK, well, we might head back over to Paris. As you can see, medal and trophy presentation has begun, so we'll head back over to Alan and Dave.
2: Thanks, Joe. Well, things have settled down a little since the full-time whistle here at the Stade de France. New Zealand have received their runners-up medals the second time they've lost a World Cup final, and it's to the same nation. 28 years between the two, 1995 and 2023. South African coaching team and backroom team heading up to receive their medals. And a word for that man just coming into picture now, Alec Quillen, a forward teammate of yours, Felix Jones, twice a World Cup winner as a member of this coaching ticket. Yeah, it's an
3: incredible achievement by Felix to be involved, and uh, he moves on now. He's gone coaching with England, and uh, it's a special moment for him. The lads mentioned the studio, it wasn't a vintage performance, but Incredible resilience, really, from South Africa. Their defense was outstanding, and it's a to back it up and uh, win another World Cup and retain the, the trophy. It's an incredible achievement for them. That's
2: Ireland, it. the only team to beat them in this tournament. To win all three knockout K's by a single point. Go back from that defeat to the irish
3: yeah if you go back to the french game though that was such an outstanding game and such an open game some brilliant tries they looked jaded last week against england just got over the line in the end could easily have lost it and again tonight even though they didn't have the, the new zealand had more possession south africa looked relatively comfortable for about 50 minutes 60 minutes of the game, and then New Zealand just were incredibly brave and dangerous in their attack, and when Barrett scores a try, they're right back in it, Jordy Barrett missing that penalty as
2: well, really significant, it was a long way out. We saw Razi Erasmus making his way with his winner's medal, he has brought every last drop out of these players, there's Faf de Klerk. What a performance from him, kept going right to the full time whistle. Says, call Colby couldn't even watch the final 10 minutes from the Sinvin, such was his panic and fear that that call might have cost his side the game. Dion Fourier, who played pretty much all of that match for Bongi Manambi. lasted just a couple of minutes. Fourier, 37 years of age didn't make his debut until July of last year and he is now a world champion so the French players of the squad who would have played their part in the early pool games against the likes of Romania and Tonga there's Niakane making his way through he was prepared to get to Kock in the matchday squad today Cough didn't train earlier in the week and that cost him his place in the squad that described by Shane Horgan I think it was before the game Alan Quagga Smith the greatest impact player that we've seen in world rugby yeah 100% I agree with Shane and what he's saying yeah
3: Smith has been amazing you know I saw him a couple of years ago I didn't think he was a uh, big enough is initially when I saw him and I got and then you see the strength and the power and the, the impacts throughout the games that he has just sensational the only problem for quagga smith is uh he may not ever get a start because he's so good coming off the bench a couple of brilliant turnovers again tonight for him really vital turnovers when new zealand had south africa under the pump well,
2: they continue to filter through you see malcolm marks there in the crutches it's Knock on the way he would have liked. injured very early in the tournament. He's still obviously struggling badly. Yeah, himself from a pimpy
3: went back to South Africa for a number of weeks and they rejoined up with the squad this week. The Kanu-an, what a player. He's got called in late as
2: well into the squad. As a year he's ago, one of the, injuries injuries of the best in the world. This year, a terrible knee injury. Well, Ulster will now be welcoming a double World Cup winner and Stephen Kitts off to their ranks. There's Billy LaRue and a former Ulster player, Dwayne Vermeulen, who's yet to confirm what his future holds. Has not decided he's retiring as yet, or maybe he hasn't in his own mind, but has yet to inform the world. Evan Etzabeth, another big performance from him tonight. Vastly improved on what he produced in the semi-final. And Sia Khaleesi going where only Richie McCall has ever gone before leading a side in a World Cup final on two occasions and coming through with the victory. The William Weller MLS Cup has been handed over nine times before tonight. Three of those times to South African captains, and it's now about to happen for the fourth time. See, Khaleesi and this incredible group of South African players are world champions for 2023. Historically, the fourth time they've lifted the trophy. Top of the world again, South Africa.
0: Well, there you go, champions again, South Africa. Back-to-back world champions. Iconic moments for Sia Khaleesi. We will take a short break. We have much more to discuss. We will do that with the panel on the far side of the break.
5: A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't
10: change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company,
8: offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com.
0: Well, it's fair to say these guys have had their uh, moments this World Cup, beaten by Ireland and then rallying in the knockout stages to once again reign supreme. Let's hear from head coach Jacques
10: Nienarbar.
6: Jacques, you just got a big hug from your captain, Sia Khaleesi. Tell me about that journey, riding that match in the coach's box.
10: Yeah, no, listen, we come a long way with the players. It's, uh, we always planned for this World Cup since 2018. Uh, Massive credit to our fans. I mean, um, they were special from South Africa. 62 million people, videos. uh, We had to play for them, but it was unbelievable.
6: Strategy-wise, tell me about that game. You had an injury early on. You had cards to deal with. You had the New Zealand side getting carded as well. There was so much drama. What was the main thing that you guys were doing up there to to try and make this work for the Springboks?
10: Uh, I think the main thing is, yes, just the squad, you know, they... They they has been here before. They've been in a World Cup final before. Some of them have played their third World Cup now. So I think the experience just pulled it through. They're an amazing bunch of guys and they're all warriors and they, they all love South Africa.
6: Peter Toit was the MasterCard player of the match. Tell me about his performance tonight.
10: Uh, yeah, he was outstanding. Uh, I mean, defensively, which is my department, he was absolutely outstanding. And uh, yeah, well, well done on him, on his man of the match.
6: Congratulations again!
10: Thank you very much.
4: Thank you. Thank you. you you did a piece beforehand, Matt, about um, you know um, zero tackle yeah. um, plays, and you know I know the conditions weren't very helpful for that, but I didn't feel as if New Zealand deconstructed South Africa in the way they could have. And we also did a piece about you know um, kicks off, off second receiver. I thought that was very open because the the. Uh, South African wingers were closing things down and we just didn't see it all, all night. Yeah. And, you know, you know, I think it was the third last clip there. There was definitely an option for it. Yeah. Um, so New Zealand, who, you know, generally throughout this tournament have probably, you know, cut people, you know, cut people um, to shreds mm. by really analysing them. And that's what they did to Ireland. They analysed them and created moves to beat Ireland. Those moves beat Ireland in a different way than South Africa attack. Didn't quite see it tonight. It didn't click. And, and we've got to remember that New Zealand lost a lot of their lineouts in South Africa's 22
5: in the first half. I think it was four. Mm. And again, like Ireland a- against New Zealand, you, mm. you've got to take your chances early on.
1: That, that was their poorest performance of, of the whole does campaign. It, does
0: it confirm, yeah. though, what people suspected pre-tournament, that actually when push comes to shove, this is just not an and especially, by their standards, good New Zealand side?
1: Uh, No, I don't think that's fair because they were absolutely outstanding against Ireland. I think South Africa's performance against France was the best performance of the tournament. Mm. I think New Zealand's performance against Ireland was the second best performance
0: Fair in, enough. Uh, of, of the tournament. Because it's so funny, I suspect if South Africa had, had lost that game in the end tonight, you would all be hammering them for basically not playing well. Oh, yeah. First half and second half, just handing the initiative away. Yeah. Like, you know, but you would have been hammering that. them.
5: If Geordie Barrett kicks that
4: goal, the conversation is very, very different. The South Africa were quite poor in and the a, second half. And I, I don't like the way they play rugby. I don't find it attractive. Mm. I, I, I you know, like Rob, I admire it. And they totally deserve to have won everything. But it's not the way I like to watch rugby. Now, listen, different people like different things, and you know, life would be boring if everybody liked the same sort of rugby. Um, and it's not as like New Zealand played sensational rugby today either. Mm. You know, it was it was very final type play. But throughout the tournament, you know, I, I would, there's, there was probably three or four teams I would prefer to watch than South Africa. But that's nonetheless, you know, totally deserved their victory. Mm. And sort of I do admire them in a kind of unique type of way.
5: And, and, Joe, I think it comes back to what we were saying at the beginning of the tournament. Between those top four teams, there is nothing. And it's who turns up on the day. Between France, Ireland, South Africa and New Zealand, mm. the top, they're the, without doubt the top four teams. There is nothing. And all the results have just shown that. It's just been a point here, a, a decision there, you know, a missed opportunity here. Cigarette paper. The cigarette paper, as we said. <laughs> but the thing that we said would win it was defence. And that's the thing that South Africa have done better than anyone right
0: yeah. through the tournament. It's uh, they Defended Magnificent. It's quite interesting that the architect of the South African defence is pitching up at Leinster next year. I mean, maybe that's what they've yeah. um, seen themselves... Uh, something for Ireland to think about, though, I suppose. Cup rugby, defence. I, I feel on this panel, throughout the four years, maybe because you guys just like talking about attack. We talk about Ireland's attack all the time, very sophisticated. Maybe there's, there's, something to think about in the intervening four years. There is no doubt about it that
1: defence wins you big tournaments, mm. medals and Neenam I think will take a huge amount of that to Leinster yeah. and then in turn to Ireland
4: 208 tackles versus 90, 93 93 yeah. Yeah. there you go that's a number that's a there significant number and this, this um, orthodoxy of uh, the more you have the ball the more difficult it is for defending team I think that's almost flipped on its head now mm, yeah. and, and teams will have to think about that
0: OK for New Zealand great disappointment let's hear from Bowden Barrett he's speaking to Tommy Martin
4: Deepest commiserations, how hard uh,
3: is it to lose a World Cup final in those circumstances?
4: Yeah,
9: extremely. Um, Just super, super proud of the effort. Um, The way we played with 14 men for a long period of that game and we certainly gave ourselves the chance. Um, Unfortunately, it came down to a decision here or there and ultimately... um, they came away with it, it's just gussing because we actually felt really good at half time and we believed the whole way through that game
3: what was said at half time to come out with, with 14 men as you said to produce a performance like that in the second half was, was simply extraordinary
9: we played with the belief that we had 15 on the field um, and we we're keeping our vision up we wanted to play the space and just meant we had to work a little bit harder and that's something that this this team does Uh, we're just so
3: so gutted we couldn't come away with it do you feel a little bit sore about one or two decisions i know that penalty that didn't go your way in the first half was was a big moment
9: yeah that's what it comes down to at times and i hate to point fingers Um, ultimately you know he's a world-class referee and sometimes it's going to be tough to make some big calls but um we had plenty of opportunities out there tonight well, thanks for talking, to us. miserations again. Three points,
0: Yeah, will you stop talking when we come back from everything? Get your head in the game here. I know you're upset with the referee, but we're on air. We're all laughing. We're into our final couple of minutes. The World Cup that was. Good World Cup, indifferent, bad World Cup, poor World Cup. Who wants to give me their uh, general take on
4: 2022? I really, I really enjoyed it. I really yeah. did, I have to say. I maybe you felt more connected to this one than um, one for a while and uh, when it's in your own, you know, backyard, it's in Europe, it's in France, um, I think it's um it's more accessible and it's some brilliant moments, some great games, um, you know, featuring the top teams, you know, biggest rivalry in the world for a final, Ireland performing really well, but you know, ultimately disappointing. There's loads of stories weaved into it. Mm. The wallabies and what was going on with them and you know um, even the, the, the whole thing with the two sides of the draw, it's kind of interesting, loads of different narratives, but mm. it, was, it was dominated by South Africa. Mm. It was dominated by the fact the whole way through where Razzie and this team were, were the, the stars, they were the narratives, they were the conversation. And for me, the, you know, the outstanding moment would be, my memory of the moment would be them taking the scrum from that um, 22 mark. Um, it, just, it just said everything that this South African team was about. It's this is against France it's not against Romania it's in, a, in the World Cup in a crucial game in the quarterfinal and it's saying it's the most alpha move I've ever seen I think. Mm. You're <laughs> <pleased>. <laughs> but we haven't seen it. We haven't seen it. I'm warning you up. I don't, I never, like, I'm warning you up. Sure I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, sure I'm, yeah. I'm sure it's been done. I'm sure it's been done. I've had a bit of fun. Yeah.
5: great thinking. Yeah. It was great thinking. Absolutely great thinking.
0: Pool stages had their inevitable hammerings, but two of the pools were really closely contested. Australia going out, big story. And then six of the seven knockout matches were down to the wire. It was really only that semi final on the Friday New Zealand hammering Argentina aside. Yeah. Otherwise, they were spectacular knockout stages.
5: Yeah, it, it, it was the quarters were just incredible. The mm. quarters should have been the semis. Sure. The quarters should have been the semis. The semis are usually the most exciting part of our game. The quarters were fantastic. I think for us, uh, wanting to see a Northern Hemisphere, you know, seeing the Irish, it took a little bit of the steam yeah, out. Yeah,
1: I, I think that, that's, for me, that's the biggest yeah. piece. Is, listen, romantically, yeah, of course, I wanted, you know, watching Ireland and France both lose in, in that quarter-final felt like such a missed opportunity um, for, for both home nations, given how far Northern Hemisphere rugby has come in the last couple of years. But then it just shows the the uh, the World Cup big match resolve that the, the Southern Hemisphere teams have too.
5: Yeah, it's what they know. What they know. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. And... They've got to say, there were some, some great moments in those quarters. They're two of the best games I've ever seen,
0: Yeah, without doubt. Images of Johnny. Luca telling them you're still a great dad. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. heartbreaking, wasn't <laughs> it? I remember that. Uh, what was your moment? Uh, you look,
5: I, I love... i got to say, from the pools, I was just love the Portuguese, what they did, how they played, their attitude, offloading the ball. You know, they, they beat... Fiji. So, look at these great tries they had. And, of course, when they got home to their country, they were mobbed at the airport, they were front yeah. page... And, you know, everyone talks about what the pool stages does to the minnows. This gave this rugby in this country such an injection and such a lift. Mm. And they were superb. They were topping the offloads at one stage
0: in the tournament. They'll get to play a tier one nation in four years' time. Yeah, oh, disgraceful.
5: Mm. Don't, don't start me on that one. Hang
4: on, we're going off here. <laughs> <laughs>
5: we, we could be in trouble. for oh, yeah. Poor the minnows. Need, they need, it's not what happens in the World Cup. It's what happens between the World Cups. Yes.
0: Cup. We well, are out of I mean. time. We are out of time. Fellas, we've talked a lot about rugby over the last month, so a sincere thanks to you all. It's been a lot of fun. Pleasure. Great to have you with us. Yeah, uh, big thank you to Rob, Matt and Shane and all our pundits across the tournament. For all the rugby played, for all the talk, once again, South Africa, find a way. They will be going for three in a row in 2027. Stranger things have happened. Bye for now.